Welcome to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. Please open your hearts to hear an anointed message that will encourage and empower you to walk in the love and light of God's Word. Beloved, we are in part two of our current study. The stage is being set. And today I will continue with our coverage of some of the many prophetic precursors that are indicating that the stage is being set for the appearance of the Antichrist and his new one-world order that he will temporarily reign over during the tribulation period. Man thinks that he is orchestrating these plans, but it is the Lord God who is over all. And as his prophetic word of truth unfolds with divine timing and precision accuracy, there is a holy separation that is taking place between the wheat and the tares. True believers are being ready to be taken up to heaven's safety before the wrath of God befalls this darkened and rebellious world. But in our waiting, it is important that we not neglect our calling as ambassadors of his unadulterated word of truth. For we can get so caught up in our expectancy of his coming for us that we can lose sight of those things that we are yet called to do in his name as we shine his light of truth into the darkness of this fallen world. We must trust his timing and the Holy Spirit's leading that will keep us in a state of readiness but will also keep us focused on our Savior with equipping power, to be his witnesses of salvation's holy mandate to the lost. Now is the time to stand even more strongly on his word, beloved, and to not allow discouragement or doubt to have its way with us. For genuine faith, the faith that alone pleases him, is trusting him in all things and at all times, knowing that his ways are perfect, even as he is perfect and that we are safe in him. Knowing that our names are written in heaven, and that we, now and forever, belong to him, is the stabilizing force that will steady us in our waiting, and will strengthen us when the enemy, the world, and even many in the church, ridicule us for our longing for the rapture when he will meet us in the air. In the Amplified Bible, 1 Thessalonians 5, 9-11, it is written, For God has not destined us to incur his wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died willingly for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep at Christ's appearing, we will live together with him to share in his eternal life. Therefore, encourage each other and build each other up, even as you are doing. And on that note of sacred exhortation, we will pick up with the next prophetic precursor that holds much import in the lineup of those things which are setting the stage for the Antichrist and the final fulfillment of all God's prophetic word of truth has promised. In a recent Prophecy Newswatch article, they write that, a major prophetic event just happened, and hardly anyone in the United States is talking about it. That is, except those who are the Lord's and are watching his prophetic word unfold before our very eyes. 
In recent years, a group of Western Christians known as Bonet Israel has been working with officials from the Temple Institute to search for a perfect red heifer. A red heifer is necessary if temple sacrifices are to be reinstituted, but one hasn't been seen in Israel for more than 2,000 years. For a long time, the search for a perfect red heifer seemed to be going nowhere. But now all of that has changed. On September 15th, five perfect red heifers from the United States landed at Ben-Gurion Airport. The following comes from the official website of the Temple Institute. On Thursday, September 15th, 2022, 5 p.m., five perfect unblemished red heifers arrived in Israel from the USA. A modest ceremony was held at the unloading bay of the cargo terminal at Ben-Gurion Airport, where the new arrivals were greeted, and speeches were made by the incredible people who have put their hearts and souls and means into making this historic prophetic day become a reality. It would be difficult to overstate the prophetic importance of this event. In Numbers 19, 1-10, we read about the very first time that the ashes of a red heifer were used. Then the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, This is the statute of the law, which the Lord has commanded, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, that they bring you an unblemished red heifer, in which is no defect, and on which a yoke has never been placed. And you shall give it to Eleazar the priest, and it shall be brought outside the camp and slaughtered in his presence. Next Eleazar the priest shall take some of its blood with his finger and sprinkle some of its blood toward the front of the tent of meeting seven times. Then the heifer shall be burned in his sight, its hide and its flesh and its blood with its refuse shall be burned. And the priest shall take cedar wood and hyssop and scarlet material and cast it into the midst of the burning heifer. The priest shall then wash his clothes and bathe his body in water and afterward come into the camp. But the priest shall be unclean until evening. The one who burns it shall also wash his clothes in water and bathe his body in water and shall be unclean until evening. Now a man who is clean shall gather up the ashes of the heifer and deposit them outside the camp in a clean place. And the congregation of the sons of Israel shall keep it as water to remove impurity. It is a purification for sin. For ages we have been told that the ashes of a red heifer would be required before temple sacrifices could be resumed in Jerusalem. And a few Jewish sources are even suggesting that some ancient practices could be resumed even before a new temple is constructed, now that they have these red heifers in their possession. According to the rabbis and the leaders of the Orthodox community, these heifers could be used to reinstate many of the practices of the Jewish temple in Jerusalem, even before the third temple is rebuilt. Could it be possible that a tent-like tabernacle, like the tabernacle of Moses, be set up during the time that a new temple is being built? 
in any event, the stage is being set for the time when the Antichrist will step in and cause sacrifices to cease halfway through the tribulation period. The reason why it has been so difficult to locate an acceptable red heifer until just recently is because the requirements are so strict. First of all, an acceptable red heifer had to be unblemished. But here in the Western world, we tag the ears of calves when they are born, and the tagging creates a blemish. Fortunately, there was a rancher in Texas that was aware of this requirement and did not tag the ears of his calves when red heifers were born. In addition, according to Jewish tradition, more than two non-red hairs would disqualify a calf. There have been times when a calf is born 100% red, but then develops black or white hairs as it grows older, and that has been a problem. To determine whether a heifer is acceptable or not, a rabbi literally goes over every inch with a magnifying glass. There are other requirements as well, but there is one in particular that should be mentioned. The red heifers that were delivered to Israel are all between five and eight months old. But according to Jewish tradition, they must be two years and one day old to be used in a red heifer ceremony. So they will be raised in Israel until they reach the appropriate age. And that also means that the clock is ticking. It will be some time in 2024 when these five red heifers reach the key age. And they must be used by then or they won't be able to be used at all. That means that it is very, very likely that we will actually see a red heifer ceremony in Israel in 2024 for the first time in more than 2,000 years. It is also very interesting that these red heifers have arrived in Israel just as the Jewish leaders were preparing for the beginning of the new Shemitah cycle. According to Jewish tradition, a new seven-year Shemitah cycle began at sundown on September 25th with the start of Rosh Hashanah. It should also be noted that we are also waiting for the discovery of the Ark of the Covenant to be announced. Many believe that the Ark has silently been waiting under Jerusalem all these years, and once Jewish officials announce that it has been discovered that will greatly accelerate the need for either a tabernacle or a temple to house it. Meanwhile, tensions continue to rise on the Temple Mount, and Israeli officials are anticipating that there will be more violence yet to come. A leading security official from Israeli's National Security Council said on Thursday that a Hamas terror group, which has strengthened its foothold in Jerusalem in recent years, is attempting to spark a major conflict on the Temple Mount, which could escalate into a wide-scale conflict. Eyalulada, the head of the NSC, said during a conference at the International Institute for Counterterrorism that there are constant efforts by Hamas and other terror groups to escalate tensions and to create a narrative that Al-Aqsa Mosque, which is located on the Temple Mount, is in danger and to turn Jerusalem into an explosive detonator. 
Hulada's warning comes after Israeli intelligence officials recommended that Prime Minister Yair Lapid raise the country's terror alert level to the highest tier possible. Surely we are living in such interesting times, and they are going to get even more interesting in the days yet ahead. So much is happening all at once and it is becoming more evident with each new day that many more prophecies will now start to be fulfilled in rapid succession as well. And on that note of watchful expectancy, we must pause for today. In our next segment, we will continue to examine the many prophetic precursors that are indicating that the last things are surely upon us and that God's people need to be even more alert and steadied in His truth. Until then, I leave you with Revelation twenty-two, seventeen and 20. And the Spirit and the Bride say, Come, and let the one who hears say, Come. Yes, I am coming quickly. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. And, as always, beloved, I bid you His agape. You've been listening to Love's Last Call with Evangelist Carol Ann of Agape Light Ministries. If you have a prayer request, please contact us at Agape Light Ministries, P.O. Box 6313, Chesterfield, Missouri, 63006, or via our website at www.agapelightministries.com. Again, that's www.agapelightministries.com. Dot agape light ministries dot com.